0: And I'm Nicole, and you're listening to Wicked and Grim.
1: A true crime podcast. Warning, the following podcast contains graphic content. That the peeps.
0: Hey peeps. Hey peeps. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Throwing it to our uh our blooper that was accidentally left in there on last episode.
0: Accidentally, how awkward. You didn't even know when I texted you. Well,
1: cause you listened to the episode before me, and I'm madly like editing these sometimes so fast to try and get them up there that i I miss things. But like we're we're trying to be authentic, we're trying to be entertaining and not try too hard, but still want it. We're trying. So it's this big mix of like, we're always awkwardly like, what what should we say at the beginning? How should we start? Is, it? And is,
0: then you judge how I usually start I, it.
1: Hey, hey, if you listen back to it, I was like, no, like it's cool. You can say peeps. Don't I, judge I, I wasn't peeps. judgy. I was just questioning, making sure it was okay and that we were good.
0: But honestly, if I were like to walk up to a group of people, I'd probably say, hey, peeps.
1: I don't know if I've ever heard you say, hey, peeps.
0: Oh, okay. I feel like I would say I don't it. <laughs> think I've
1: ever heard you say that word in your life. Well,
0: what? Do you want me to every episode to be like, hey?
1: You can be like, sup, dog. Hey.
0: Yo. Hey, dudes.
1: Hey, dudes. You, you've said that.
0: I would say that. <laughs> but then I feel like that's too much.
1: <laughs> so what you actually say in the real world is too much, but what you make up is just perfect. Yeah. Got it.
0: That's how I feel.
1: That's how you roll.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, how you roll is also um, talking to a local artist about getting that stuff done for our giveaway coming yes, up.
0: Yes. I think it'll be soon. They're in the works.
1: They're, they're like being made right now, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Because you've, you've
1: been talking to her about it. Should we tell them who or what it is that's going on? Should we give them a little bit of a snippet? I don't know. Hint?
0: It's so freaking cool that we're actually probably going to keep to ourselves.
1: Yeah. We're definitely going to be keeping <laughs> a couple of... Of them for, for <laughs> I our feel like own that's cabinets.
0: enough. That's... Oh, you just dropped a real bomb. I,
1: I thought you didn't hear that, but I did.
0: You gave me a side eye there.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we're going to keep a, a couple for ourselves. If you didn't hear what I said, you might need to go back.
0: It's going to be really cool though. Like I, okay, I've i actually told a couple people.
1: Oh, you have? Yeah. Well, and thanks they... for telling me that I could tell people. I
0: think I told one or two. That's only a couple. And they thought it was super cool.
1: Well, I think it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So hopefully we'll be able to just like... Let everyone know soon enough. Soon maybe enough. Maybe next that's episode. That's not soon enough. Maybe, maybe next episode. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, and this is super exciting. What? You got jury summoned.
1: I did. Um, I'm actually, because I, I was not excited at first. I'm like, oh, I don't want to like go to court for someone's traffic ticket. But I was just <gasps> thinking there actually was a homicide in town just like a week or two ago. So this could be for an actual cool case
0: well I because I, I had a photo shoot that day and they had to postpone so I bet, I bet you there's lots of people going up to a lot so it could be a big one but I'm so jelly because I got summoned earlier this year and I had to turn it down
1: yeah that one probably would have been like a traffic crime.
0: <sighs> I don't know I was thinking it was going to be super cool because I actually think it'd be awesome to go on a jury summons but or be on a jury but it would have to be like an exciting like someone got murdered real bad <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that has the potential to go on a long time though, too.
0: It can, but it would be like very interesting. It would actually probably be a little boring. not going to lie. Yeah.
1: But we'll see. I'm going to, I'm going to hum it over and make sure that I can, uh, with work, you know, that sort of thing. Cause I don't think I get paid for the jury duty with my work. So I know we got to figure that out.
0: That sucks, but I don't think that's an excuse you can use. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Actually,
1: I don't think they can make you if you like need the money.
0: Yeah, they can't put you in like hardship.
1: Yeah. And so. all I have to do is say like,
0: no, sir, I'm going to be poor. Otherwise, <laughs> these are Dobby's only
1: clothes. This is the mark of a house elf.
0: I bet you they would actually be okay with that excuse. There you Probably. go. Probably. You got one. You got one.
1: I think I want to do it though.
0: I know. I think you should. I hope it's super cool.
1: We'll see. We'll find out. I'll keep you guys in the loop.
0: Okay. So I got a short but sweet case for ya today.
1: Sweet, love it.
0: Let's it's hear not. It. It's not very sweet though. Oh, it's actually really shitty.
1: <laughs> it's bitter. The bitter end of the bittersweet.
0: I don't know. It's just
1: shit. It's just shit. <laughs> it's
0: just shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we dropped a real bomb last time, last episode. Uh, the case is on Russell Maurice Johnson, which mm-hmm. I said is also known as the Bedroom Strangler.
1: Yes. I forgot all about that up until dun, this exact dun, dun. moment when you said the bedroom strangler. I was like, oh, right, that's what you said. That
0: name alone is terrifying. Yeah, it is. So who is Russell? So Russell that's our brother-in-law,
1: right? Russell?
0: <laughs> no, thank God this is not our brother-in-law. Different Russell, different Russell. Um, So he was born in 1947, and he is a serial killer. Oh. And a rapist. Just throwing those right out there for wow. you. Wow,
1: Th- that's not something you want to see on someone's resume in <laughs> a job interview. <laughs>
0: Uh, Russell suffered from mental health issues beginning at a very young age. His family actually had a history of mental illness. He also experienced a lot of trauma as a child, including being a victim of sexual abuse himself when he was 14 years old.
1: Dang. That's not cool.
0: Do you think that's an excuse for his actions,
1: though? Uh, yeah, no, definitely not. I know.
0: No. No, no, no. I no, mean, no. like
1: that whole situation, like anyone who's a victim of sexual abuse or abuse or anything like that, that's just straight up not cool. It's not. But that doesn't mean you can go do it to someone else. Two two wrongs don't make it right.
0: And it's it's so interesting Although to me, though. three lefts
1: do make a right.
0: Sorry, go <laughs> ahead. It's interesting to me, though, because you hear about that often, that sex offenders or whatever were abused themselves as a child. And yeah. so you feel like that you think they would never do that to someone else. But it, it does happen. So it's just it's interesting to me i don't know
1: yeah i don't know why i can only imagine what's going on in someone's head like that like it's they're only perpetuating the problem they're causing someone else to go through what they went through Mm -hmm. but maybe you think that like it because you're so impressionable when you're young maybe it like left that impression on you where it's like you think it's okay or maybe you you feel like that's like maybe you liked it or you're supposed to like it like you were told like as a when you were being abused, like, oh, sh- like, shut up. You like it. It's it's good, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe there's something in the back of your mind being like, well, no, I should like it. Uh, this is what I should be doing because that's what your or abuser it did.
0: it creates them to be like some sort of psychopath to some because I know well, tons yeah. it happens and that they are able to go through day-to-day life. I mean, I'm sure they're scarred, but mm-hmm. like… Uh, th- there's a small of them that maybe it just turned them into some sort of psycho but that, I don't know that's kind of what
1: I'm trying to trying to say just I'm oh, trying to okay. understand the psychology behind it I like, see where you're going okay there. it messed them up so bad that there's right. this piece of them that thinks that
0: yeah maybe that is hey I don't know we we have it's to fucked ta- ta- up we'd have to talk to like a psychologist about this <laughs> I thought
1: you were going to say we'll have to talk to a rapist about this it's
0: like whoa <laughs> no I'd rather talk to a psychologist if that's okay yeah yeah <laughs> Um, oh man. Russell was an automotive clerk by day, working at Ford, and a bouncer by night. He also enjoyed weightlifting as a hobby, but needed it for his other hobby of being a murderer, and you'll soon find out why.
1: Dun dun dun. I was thinking like him being a weightlifter would be good because, you know, all the Ford's broken down on the side of the road and he's got a Oh ah.
0: wow, you're going there, eh? Jeez. I'm I'm not that kind of person. Typical. I just wanted to make that joke though. <laughs> you're not that kind of person. Um, so he was described as also being obsessed with cleanliness and was a compulsive hand washer. I'm like, I like him cause I'm a little bit of a germaphobe. I don't know if are. people know that, but like not in a weird way. I don't think, am I?
1: You, you use Purell <laughs> five years ago, like people do today during COVID.
0: Actually. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll even wash my hands in like a public bathroom and then like come out and use hand sanny.
1: What do you mean? Sometimes that's, Actually, that's normal. That like that's normal. every time. <laughs>
0: I swear to God, I'm not Russell. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, no. I I think cleanliness is good.
1: Cleanliness is good. OCD is Okay, I have a bit of
0: OCD with hand cleanliness. So this whole like, now that we don't ever have to shake people's hand again, I'm like actually okay with this. I
1: think a lot of people are.
0: Yeah, that's like a thing that can just go away.
1: Yeah. People in general are a thing that can go away.
0: (laughs) He began attacking and raping women in as early as 1969. But it wasn't until 1973 that he began also murdering them, and that lasted until 1977. Whoa! It lasted so long because the first few murders he committed went undetected and were deemed as non-suspicious deaths.
1: Really? How did he get? How did he manage that?
0: You'll find out. The first four.
1: The first four.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> real shitty. He's got a rap sheet. So what he would do. Is he would stalk his victims, break into their homes, and watch them sleep for hours on end.
1: Hours?
0: Hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, I mean, I think I go into this more, but there would be even like cases where some got away and they would like wake up to this person just like staring at them. The fuck? I would literally shit my pants. Could
1: like, you, could you imagine if that was me and I woke up to that? <laughs> Okay, a little bit of a backstory here. If I get like abruptly woken up and like something's wrong, I have a fight or flight instinct that kicks in and I do not I do not run. It's not flight. It's a fight instinct. I am ready to mm, like take someone Like you're ready to on. roll.
0: Like you're there.
1: There was a few years ago, our alarm went off because Nicole was going to work and she accidentally set up the alarm, the front door. So the alarm in the house just starts going off. I was on night shift. So I was only sleeping for like three hours at this point. I came barreling down the stairs in my underwear, <laughs> fists pulled back, ready to knock someone out. Like,
0: it was quite a sight. Like, I wish I had that on video. I should have reenacted it.
1: I can still vividly remember that. I, I was like at the bottom of the stairs, my fists, and I was like, I was still half asleep. I'm like, what is going on? But I was ready to go.
0: See, I am not that type of person, I don't think. But I also have absolutely no idea what I would do if someone was like staring at my face when I woke up. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like that's...
0: just think about that people well,
1: what do you do when the dogs do it to you <laughs> oh
0: my gosh then I get up and they I know they have to go to the bathroom
1: <laughs> just a husky staring in your face inches away
0: so honestly like this whole story I feel like that is the most creepiest shit I, I I just can't that's messed up okay so yeah I have women awake in their beds in the middle of the night to a strange man looking down at them in some cases he would slip away leaving them terrified and wondering how he got past their locked doors. Like, holy
1: shit. Yeah, no kidding. Oh how do you gosh. just slip away? Like, I just what? imagine him like,
0: shh, it's okay. Well, probably because like, these people are back. just like frozen to bed. Like, what the frig's happening here? And then he just is like, peace. Hmm.
1: <laughs> Later, alligator. See you tomorrow night.
0: Okay, so what he would do, so how he would do this, He would scale the outside walls of the apartments and we're like talking numerous stories and enter through the balconies. Oh, geez. So there was even one article where he scaled an apartment as high as 15, like 15 floors. He went to the top.
1: You got to give him credit. He's dedicated.
0: Well, so he was weightlifter, right? Like he's really strong. You had to be a strong guy for this. And like, honestly, if you lived at floor 15, would you worry about locking your balcony? No, probably not. Now, would you?
1: No, probably not. What? <laughs> I mean, I would like to say yes, but I would probably be the guy laying in bed being like, no, nah, it's fine. I'm not going to get up to lock the door. It was
0: funny, actually, because the last time I was at a hotel, I was like fourth floor. And I had that moment. I was like, oh, like, do I really even not need to like lock the door? And then in my head, I was like, fuck, yeah, I do. But this was even before I researched this. So <laughs> I would be one of those people locking my balcony doors. You're certainly going to be now. Oh, I was before. Okay, so after watching his victims sleep, he would then sexually assault them and suffocate them in no particular order. Meaning, the sexual assault may have happened post mortem. Yeah, which or is maybe nasty. That's called okay. What is that called? Necrophilia. Necrophilia. Yeah. Like that's nasty.
1: It's just nasty human behavior, regardless. Ugh. The whole fucking thing.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. This is like a wild ride here.
1: This dude's trash.
0: Russell murdered a total of seven women and non-fatally assaulted 11 other women. The murder, the murdering started with Mary Hicks in London, Ontario on October 19, 1973. Mary was a student, was a student and was only 20 years old, which is actually really shitty and young.
1: And how old was Russell at this time, sorry?
0: Well, are you going to make me do math here? So he, he was born in 1947. And that murder happened in 1973.
1: Oh, no. So he's like 30-ish.
0: So that's like 26 or so?
1: I don't, I'm not doing 30.
0: I don't know. It's I was
1: only going decades. a lot. Now people know decades. how
0: bad of math we are.
1: Do, do you really want me to math it out? Because no. I was just rounding to decades.
0: No. We're talking about poor Mary and how she I can was pull out my fingers only and toes. 20 years old. And like I mentioned, earlier her death was not suspicious and attributed to an allergic reaction to medication. She was found in a natural sleeping position with no obvious signs of violence to her body. Next was Alice Ralston. Only a month later, on November 30th, 1973, she was found in her Guelph apartment and again had no obvious signs of violence, so her death was attributed to a condition of hardened arteries. I don't even know what the fuck that means. I'm, I'm
1: assuming she was most likely suffocated as well, right? Like there, there's obvious yeah. signs of asphyxiation.
0: Yeah, but okay. Like we'll, we'll get into this more actually really soon here. But they were all like positioned in bed. Like they just died of natural kind so of that, thing.
1: But it, it sounds like they at least did somewhat of autopsies. Like Not always. arteries.
0: Well, they. I don't know. Okay, right here. I was just about to say he was really good at tidying... And cleaning the scenes, putting his victims back in bed to make it right again. Mm-hmm. So he would like tuck them in into bed.
1: Yeah. But if, so, if they're doing autopsies, you'd think they'd be able to find it the correct, the correct uh, uh, cause of yeah, death. Yeah, but
0: would they be looking at like someone being like losing their airway? Like, I don't know.
1: Th- there's obvious signs of it though, like obvious signs.
0: Yeah, well, they went undetected. Because
1: there's, like, there's um, stippling blood vessels and stuff on the face and around the mouth. There's going to be fibers within the airway and in the would lungs. Would they have
0: known all this in the 70s? Probably, hey?
1: I uh, I would assume so, yeah. it was a while ago. So I would assume they're probably not doing autopsies. They're probably just being like, oh, she probably just died in her sleep. But how would they know hardening arteries? Then? I don't
0: know. Well, and, two, the other one, what was it? It was... um. A medication, right? Allergic reaction to medication.
1: See that one though; they could attribute that to asphyxiation because I mean, swelling of the throat or something like that. Yeah. So that one there, but hardening arteries. That I don't
0: even know what hardening arteries is. I meant to look that up. That's like
1: a pound of bacon with three eggs (laughs) and like. French toast with. Maple Remember that syrup? man
0: sandwich you used to make? You even made that for a while. The oh, manwich. The manwich. Had I even had that?
1: I think I made you eat it once.
0: Oh, I want to have it again. It
1: just tastes tastes like grease, literally.
0: <laughs> okay, so like I said, he would clean up um, the crime scenes, and in one thing he, I even read, and I don't have this in my notes, but he would like clean it up and put them back in bed because he w- would be worried that they would be mad at him. Which is just fucked
1: That's weird
0: And so this all made the investigators think the deaths were of natural causes or mm-hmm. accidents In um, one case too, he even like did their dishes for them What? Like he like he was a neat freak, right? So he yeah. killed them, put them back in bed And then went and like cleaned up their whole damn apartment Including doing their damn dishes
1: That's That's a whole new kind of fucked up
0: <laughs> I know
1: It's like I'm gonna kill you
0: but I'm going to do your dishes. I'm going for to do you. your dishes because they're bothering me.
1: Yeah. You missed the spot.
0: <laughs> so he did the same thing with his next two victims. On March 4th, 1974, Russell's next victim would be Eleanor w- Hartwick. She died at her home in London, with the cause of death being reaction to prescription drugs. Russell apparently posed her with a book in her hand to make it look like she had fallen asleep while reading.
1: Hmm.
0: Sad. He's in depth. Next was Doris Brown. She was 49 years old. And this one's like pretty sad. She was a mother of two. And it was her daughter who found her in the morning of her 16th birthday.
1: Oh, no. Because
0: she was expecting her mom to wake her up because they were going to go get her driver's license. Yeah. And it it was quite late. And she finally woke up and went into her mom's room and found found this.
1: No, that's oh wow like that sweet 16 sad hey hey? oh that's brutal
0: and this is even crazier slight traces of blood were found underneath or beneath doris's body but police weren't notified notified like the family didn't notify them because there was absolutely no signs of violence Mm -hmm. but i was like oh my gosh and the doctor told the daughter there was absolutely no signs oh what the heck am i saying here lost your place signs oh no, no i actually wrote I should, it down really wrong there was no signs of like why she died that he said it almost looked like a crib death
1: A crib, like really? a child
0: like when like newborns like die yeah. with no reason it was a completely unexplained death so that one they had no reasoning
1: yeah weird and they
0: were searching so if she was like see that's why it's kind of confusing hey
1: Yeah, because you would think if they were to do these autopsies, they'd be able to find it. I don't know. Uh, If they're doing autopsies, I doubt they're... They're probably trying to find natural causes. They're not looking into anything suspicious.
0: Probably. Because, yeah, like, none of the scenes had looked suspicious, so... And it it just makes me, like, angry. Because middle-aged people, like, even in their 20s, like, that's not middle-aged, that's younger. Like, they just don't normally just die. But it's its next three victims that he was much more vicious, and thankfully it would now appear that there was a murderer on loose.
1: I want... Okay, you might get into this, but I'm really curious how they linked him back to these other ones. Okay. Okay? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Note to self, I'm curious of that, and then... Okay. Okay. So
0: on December 31st, 1974, the date, very sad.
1: Yeah, almost the new year.
0: Diane Beats, I think is her name. I can't pronounce her last name, was Russell's next victim. She was found in her Guelph apartment bound with nylon stockings and had been strangled to death with her bra and raped after death. She was 23 years old. Jeez. And if the date wasn't freaking sad enough, she was found by her boyfriend, or I should say fiancé, because the night previously they had gotten engaged. Oh, no like shit like about to start a brand new year like just got engaged
1: no kidding that's like shitty that's so shitty oh did he at least do the dishes
0: I can't remember if he did the dishes in that (laughs) one or not because that one was interesting because they had already um like Diane was up with her fiance and then he went to work and Mm then um Russell came and, like, killed her. Jeez. So. Russell's a dick. It was, like, around 1030. It wasn't at night like the other ones. With this murder, the Guelph police offered a $5,000 reward for any clues leading to the discovery of Diane's killer. Um, okay, and when interviewed by police, Russell said he had heard of Diane's murder from a radio news rep- report and thought... It could have been me, but he wasn't sure.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, what
0: he couldn't remember if he had done that.
1: Oh gee, so I'm assuming this interview is like post them catching yeah, him. Yeah, sorry, okay. that's
0: just like a flash flash forward.
1: It wasn't like a oh hey you're a witness on the scene or anything. It was like no. okay gotcha.
0: No, he had yeah. This was him like later on talking. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate next victim was Luella Gian George who was found in her London fourth floor apartment on April 15, 1977, and again strangled and raped post-mortem. I just don't even want to keep saying that. Russell told police he did not remember entering her apartment, but he did recall choking her. So he's got
1: some shit going on in his head.
0: Yeah. Just see what. Russell's last and final victim that we know of. I always feel like there's always probably more, which is just sickening. Uh, was Donna Weldboom, who apparently lived in the apartment above Russell's. Russell had changed it up with this attack, though. Okay. And it involved a knife. He cut Donna across the chest, later saying he wanted to crawl inside to be warm and safe.
1: What the fuck?
0: She was again sexually assaulted after death and bathed. He bathed her. This was in July of 1977, and the cloth, the cloth that he bathed her with, he went and put through in the building's common area, like, the washing machine. He, like, washed it for them. What the fuck? <laughs> you're, you're just, like, stunned. I'm,
1: I am both, like, A, stunned and disgusted, and B, just reminded of the scene where Han Solo puts Luke Skywalker inside the Tauntaun so he doesn't <laughs> freeze to death. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. What the
0: freak is going I'm on sorry. in your head? <laughs> um, so Russell said he also didn't know if he killed Donna until the next morning. He said he used his plastic time punch card from work to slip Donna's lock and didn't understand why people didn't have better locks. That it was just like too simple to break in.
1: What the fuck? this guy's fucked. I know. You know, maybe you could just, I don't know, not pick their locks and break in.
0: Yeah, you could just, like, do your jobs, go to the gym, go home, watch some Netflix, yeah. you know? In
1: 1977.
0: Oh, shit. They were, no wonder. Hey, what else did they have to do?
1: Blockbuster. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I remember, those days of, like, going to the store to pick your movie right? was actually freaking awesome. Was Blockbuster a thing in the 70s? I have no idea.
1: There's got to be a been rental store.
0: Well, I don't know. In the 70s? Like when were VCRs made?
1: Yeah, I don't know if the seventies even. I'm trying to think. Like the invention I know. of the television. They, I think they it was would like have early had like 70s. records. Yeah, they would have vinyls, but I think like I think it was like early seventies when like televisions were starting to come into homes.
0: Oh my word! I think
1: might have been late sixties.
0: I can't even imagine. Eh, it's probably good. Like you probably, I would. I don't know. I feel like I'd be in better shape and shit. But
1: damn.
0: Anyway. Anyway.
1: Yeah, life without Netflix. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so finally, the shit show would end in the same month of that last murder. July 28, 1977, Russell was arrested. He was charged with murdering three of the women Diana or Diane, Luella, and Donna.
1: Those were the last, like, three brutal ones, right?
0: Yeah um but he pleaded not guilty of course after being arrested russell had given an unsigned statement to police though and it was admitted as evidence
1: Ooh. what he what did he say in that do you know
0: well i'm going to say a few things but then i kind of like listed a few things randomly earlier right oh that's right gotcha Um, According to police inspector Robert Young, in that statement, Russell, who had voluntarily admitted himself to a London psychiatric hospital in 1969 and was diagnosed as a sexual deviant, had told him that he wished he could have gotten proper help all those years ago because those girls would still be alive today. No shit, Sherlock. Russell complained of uncontrollable outbursts of violence and pleaded for psychiatric help. Following the arrests, and said to Robert, Robert, there have been so many, so many more terrible things. Jeez. <sighs> See,
1: I mean, he, trust me, he's fucking scum. So don't get me like twisted up in my words here when I say this. Uh, but I feel bad for people like this because it's like they know that there's something fucked up, they know they're doing wrong things, and they hate themselves for it. They just yeah. can't stop
0: it. I know. I know. It, it. It is It is sad. It's sad and it... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to keep going here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say there. Um. So on February 1st of 1978, Russell is found. Are you ready for this?
1: Is he found not guilty?
0: I gave like really small hints.
1: Oh, fuck. I wasn't paying attention then because I have no idea.
0: So basically like him not being able to to recall whether he murdered someone. yeah, Like stuff like that. So Russell was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Oh,
1: of course. Of course.
0: He suffers from sudden psychotic episodes and loses touch with reality. So because he was unable to grasp the harshness of his cl- of his crimes, he was indefinitely confined to the maximum security wing at waypoint center for mental health care where he still is
1: to this day he still is there okay Okay.
0: so he's like i feel like that's kind of jail but it's not like i don't know the jails you think of he was in a he's sentenced to a mental health care facility
1: which i mean i guess is a tough one because he definitely he's fucked up he did some fucking bad shit Mm -hmm. but he knows like he's doing wrong he just can't like i said he just can't help it
0: yeah well like he would have outbursts and like this need to kill and lots of like i think the ones were premeditated but sometimes he would just climb freaking balconies and like check doors to see if they were fucking unlocked
1: but i wonder if like maybe he was in a excuse me having one of his like psychosis states even doing that
0: probably oh yeah i think he was
1: it's like me when I see chocolate milk. It's like, just get out of my fucking way. Oh,
0: my God. We have some in the fridge. I'm surprised you didn't get a four liter. It's going to be gone tonight.
1: Probably. I, I didn't get a four liter because I didn't have four liters. He only had the two liters.
0: <laughs> oh, seriously? Yep. you was like, oh, wow. Ben's being good. Nope.
1: I almost got two two liters.
0: <sighs> okay. And since this decision um, where he was like going to a mental health care facility he had confessed to killing four other women and sexual assaulting 11 more. So after he got tried for like those brutal mm-hmm. ones and then he confessed for the, to the other ones. Okay. They broke him down.
1: No kidding. I wonder if there's ones that he just can't remember. There's got to be. I
0: know. I think that there probably is. It's, that's shitty, hey?
1: This one's got me torn a little bit. Conflicted. Because, you
0: are conflicted. Well, like
1: trust me, I don't well, feel bad for him. He, like, well, I feel bad for him, but he completely deserves to go to jail. He deserves to fucking rot. But I feel bad for him.
0: But it's interesting because, like, the Greyhound one, you didn't really feel bad for that guy. And isn't this kind of similar-ish? Not now, necessarily. I'm putting you on the spot here. Not
1: necessarily. Because with the Greyhound one, uh, see what I like. He, he wasn't quite so remorseful. He wasn't crying out for help. He just went out and like. I mean, yeah, he had this mental issue that occurred, and he went out, and he did this horrendous fucking act over the course of hours. Just fucking go, 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 go. Actually, like, I think his, like, mission and everything was over the course of, like, what, a day or two days? Yeah. Yeah. So, and he wasn't taking his medication. He knew he had this. He wasn't taking his medication, and he went out.
0: This Russell had never been, like, diagnosed with anything.
1: And this guy was off his meds, and it cost someone their life yeah I mean I feel bad for the guy but I do not feel bad for the situation that he is in because he attributed all the factors to put himself there yeah this guy is crying out for help
0: well he yeah the fact that he at one point even did go and commit himself yeah but I mean that yeah he I think he was only in there for a week obviously didn't get the help yeah well even even being diagnosed as a sexual deviant like they did actually the documentary I was watching like they The people that are diagnosed with them, like, never notified the police or anything of that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a new thing back then. And I mean, because now I feel like you'd have to if someone was diagnosed with something like that. I
1: think so. So, yeah, like I said, don't get me wrong. This guy 100% deserves to fucking rot.
0: Mm -hmm. He's trash. He did a lot of bad shit.
1: Yes. But I feel bad for him because he knows and he's calling out for help at the same time.
0: Yeah. He had, like, uncontrollable outbursts. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, this is still shitty. Like what I'm about to just say is shitty.
1: Oh God, let's hear it.
0: It's not terrible, but he, so Russell often will apply for more lenient conditions. Mm -hmm. Lenient? Lenient. Lenient. Um, cause at this point he thinks that he's fine and does not need to change any longer. Um, and he has exercised his right to a hearing more than 30 times since he was convicted What he wants is either like an escorted community visit or incarceration in a lower security facility. But the big problem with him going to a lower uh, security facility is he would have greater access to female patients Mm. and he's too much of a risk for their safety. Gotcha. But the super sad thing is that these hearings is every year the victims have to show up or like the victims, their families... I, I mean the family, it's not the victims because they've mm-hmm. died.
1: Yeah. I knew what you mean.
0: <laughs> have to show up and read their statements about how his crimes has affected their lives and their family's lives. One article said, it's become a yearly family tradition
1: oh, to have no. to go there.
0: And like a family tradition that's not the fun kind, you know?
1: Yeah. So that's shitty. Yeah. They sh- they need to put a, a cap on that like 30 times. Like, yeah. dude, like, no.
0: And it's like being passed down to generation from generation so that... Cause they worry what happens when like we can't go any longer. Yeah. So it's like that's shitty for these poor families. It's just like something that they're never able to give up. Yeah. They're reliving this. Um. So Russell has been chemically castrated.
1: Good. Good. And
0: takes Lupron to reduce his testosterone. But chemically chemical castration is via drugs like to basically reduce his libido, right? Yeah. So it's not like a surgical thing and it can be reversed. Oh, it can be reversed? Oh, yeah, it can okay. be reversed.
1: I thought it was like something that they do over the course of like a month that just makes him sterile and that's it.
0: No, because that, well, they're not removing his or- organs. Um, nor does, it says, nor is it a form of sterilization. It is reversible. Damn. Damn. Um, it's also stated, it's very unlikely that Russell will ever be outside of the waypoint center
1: good good
0: so that's that
1: Russell your shit
0: the bedroom strangler yeah scary as shit and I, I hope if any okay if you take away one thing from this shit show lock your doors I feel like every episode we're like lock your doors because I think some, yeah. some things can be prevented I mean I think so if someone wants to get in they're probably going to get in but like this dude would sometimes randomly go checking doors so lock your doors <laughs>
1: yeah lock your doors hide your kids hide your wife yeah you know what to do you know you know
0: you know you you're guys are smart, smart. yeah <laughs> i mean people who listen to true crime podcasts so i feel like they could be smarter than most with like
1: smarter than your average bear yeah with i think so
0: prevention of some things
1: i think so i have a feeling that there's people out there right now who have like checked their back door during this episode so,
0: oh shit. Well, you, I was researching while you were working night shift. Mm-hmm. I think each night I would go make sure the fucking garage door was locked because sometimes <laughs> you leave it unlocked and I'm rarely, like, holy, shit. Rarely.
1: So rarely. I checked, I checked. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, it was a good episode. Well, not a good episode, but y- you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It was, it was informative.
1: Yeah. You're going to like next episode.
0: Oh, do you already know what it's going to be on?
1: I've got like a list of like 40 different episodes that I want to do.
0: Okay, but I, do, I have a, quite a list too, but I don't know what order I'm going to do them in.
1: I don't either. I kind of look at it like, okay, have we been like murder heavy? Have we been mystery heavy?
0: We've been very murder heavy, I think. We have.
1: Yeah. And I mean, this next one is is, is murder heavy as well. But oh, it, is it? You're not going to give them a break?
0: No, I'm not. <laughs> next
1: one after that. I've got my next two planned out. Okay. So my next one's murder heavy. And the next one after that is, uh, it's not murder heavy. Uh, There's no murder at all, as far as I'm aware. haven't fully researched it yet, but um, it's, uh, I don't really want to know what to say without giving it away. It's a very, it's a huge Canadian crime. I'll put it that way for that second one. Okay. But the next one is very murder heavy.
0: Okay. And not Canadian.
1: I do not believe so. No.
0: I think okay. Everyone on my list is Canadian, but I think my next one I might have to branch out and do do
1: yeah, you've a non Canadian. Canadian. I know I've so done
0: nothing but Canadian, so I think I might find one that's not Canadian and just like surprise you all. Well, we're not surprising you since I just told you, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know surprise what I mean. Surprises now.
0: Surprise. Cool. Well, yeah. I look forward to it.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in the next episode, and make sure you guys
0: stay wicked.